0: Welcome, dear viewers, to the next series of the international discussion that is dedicated to the forum Global Crisis, Our Survival is in Unity. This forum showed for all of us that everything is possible when we are united, when the people who really have one goal make everything possible and impossible and implement this goal, there can be no borders. There can be no issues to translate this event in 150 languages. There will be no issues in streaming this event to thousands of platforms all around the world. Uh, it was easy to share this event in different social media and uh, you know, social networks, and, and these, in participation uh, and preparation of this event took place, took uh, so many people part, you know, like it's really hard even to imagine how huge and really unprecedented this event is. And it's my pleasure to continue this discussion and continue this discussion with uh, our guests, with speakers of the forum, with people who participated uh, in the preparation of this forum. And, uh, you know, like to really continue this wave. Uh, that was just overwhelming after the forum. So, welcome.
1: Yes, and today with us, uh, we've got a special guest, Katarina Mikitova from Slovakia. Uh, Katarina was speaker in the forum and uh, she held a speech about human rights and about self-governance of society. So, welcome Katka.
2: Good evening, dear viewers.
1: Thank you very much. And uh, let's kick off with the first question. Uh, I would like to know what was your internal motivation to participate in this forum? And what is your internal motivation to participate generally in the Project Creative Society?
2: Thank you very much. Right away, you said I was a speaker on the forum. I want to say I am so thankful for this opportunity, because behind every single word that I have said on the forum, thousands and thousands of people are standing there, who prepared this forum, who gathered information, address the guests, verify this information. That is. I'm grateful for having the opportunity to be the voice of all these people who are already supporting and building the Creative Society. Well, and uh, as for my motivation, uh, in the Creative Society project, I can say that I'm right from the beginning and uh, right from the beginning it was just an idea and a dream that Yes, I also want to live in the Creative Society, but this dream didn't have such concrete features, concrete foundations. We were given eight foundations and an idea. But with every single forum, with every single discussion, with every single meeting with more and more people, more understandings are coming. It's building up that we are already building concrete outlines. I want to live in the creative society because I love my friends. I love my children. So I know that the best thing I can do for myself and uh, for my friends and for my children, and that is to build the creative society. So that's the biggest motivation. Why? Because that's the best uh, we can do.
3: it's really
0: true that um, everything, everything that depends on us and uh, you, with really with this understanding when you um starting to participate in this project and you actually see you know like all these opportunities that you can actually have during uh, your own day i mean when i also uh, started to participate and with uh, each step you you know like open up yourself you unfold all your uh, capabilities that you actually have, uh, you see that uh, you can also like do something not only, for example, like um, like me as a scientist, you usually work with logic with something, but it's uh, you know like so also like art, at artistic ways, and you also want to write songs and uh, create music and uh, really tell do everything possible in order to share the information about creative society. So. And really, this knowing yourself and unfolding, it's really a very interesting process Mm -hmm. that I observe.
2: And I'd like to add that maybe just the uniqueness of that forum is that in 12 hours, even if a person hadn't seen our previous forums, in 12 hours he got comprehensive information about the holistic state of our planet and the way out. You know how conferences are done now in the present format. You do an economic conference, you do an environmental conference, you do do a climate conference, you do, I don't know, social conferences, conferences of psychology, but just when we understand that the whole world is interconnected and that we are living in a period of a global crisis, where one problem is linked to the next one, and the next one, to the next one, and we can't solve just this one thing without solving ten others, because we have a whole street burning and we can't save just individual houses. We have to find a comprehensive solution, and that is why this forum Simply, no matter which area one is in, whether it's just economic or climate, so actually those puzzle pieces, they were given, and those puzzle pieces fit together, and one certainly gets an answer to that. What can be done, and why is the situation the way it is?
1: That's indeed the truth. Today, uh, most of the events that we can see in the world taking place may be the recent COP27, be all kinds of different uh, activities of charities and uh, organizations, we are clearly missing interdisciplinary uh, approach. And uh, indeed the Global Forum has proven that uh, people who understand the importance of starting action don't look at selfish goals, are not asking why should I participate, what am i going to get out of it but are really trying not to look just in one sphere of life but uh, broadly uh, in in a complex way because we understand that um, it is indeed the consumer format of society that is the root cause of all of the crises that we are facing today and um you have mentioned uh in your uh speech that uh unfortunately today human rights are only on paper and um how do you how do you understand uh this um uh this sentence that human rights are only on the paper and what can we do how can creative society contribute because many people ask us uh on a various uh Topics. Okay, so what's going to creative society? What's going to do it in this field or that field, right? Mm-hmm. And so, how can uh, creative society change uh, this uh, this um, this fact?
2: As we see that uh, our human rights are only on paper. Just let us look around. If they were not, we would believe in in a very different society. If that was not the case, we would not have hunger in the world, we wouldn't have wars, because it's simply the consumer format that is trampling on our rights. Even though it's written on paper that the main basic unit of every state, of every society is a human being, and everything is to be adapted for the well-being of the human being. And we see that this is not the case. The basic unit of the basic priority of the consumer society is power and money. And man is perhaps somewhere at the end. Maybe he is the last link that politicians and government will remember when they need him. A couple, uh, maybe a year, a couple of months before the election, when we go um, to give them a vote and we absolve ourselves of that, responsibility and put the responsibility on that person, that they are going to be that word of ours. He'll do everything for our welfare, but that's not happening. And uh, the Creative Society is just the opposite format, where we are not going to give that voice of ours to anybody. We will be that voice, we will be the ones who participate in the making of the laws. We know what's in it for us. Good. We do know what is right for us, how we should live. And in doing so, simple, even a child that's uh, 18 becomes independent and wants to tell his parents, enough, I know how I want to live and how I can live. And yet we do the same, we don't want to evolutionarily grow up and in a creative society uh, a wonderful video was shown on the forum, how easy it will be. Right now the laws are too complex for us to understand, but in the creative society the laws will be presented to make it very simple for men to decide. It seems right to me, it's convenient for me, it's good for me and for my family, and uh, therefore, simply, that answer will be very simple. So, the position will change and the politician will just be a tool to implement the will and the decisions of the people, and the people themselves will decide how they want to live.
0: Yes, exactly. So, it's actually also, you know, like, uh, surprised me a lot, because. All these um, promises that we usually hear during elections, uh, and there are no actually way to control uh, politicians. You know, I mean, this re-election that will take place, it will be only in uh, four or five years, and basically, so we delegate um, our uh, responsibility, our you know, like uh, electoral uh, power. To some people who decide actually for the whole country, and why is it so? So, uh, can we actually influence this situation? And you know, like also like was my um, insight that I um, had during one of these international discussions previously that exactly it's now the time that uh, you know this evolution step, evolutionary step, uh, when we all have these internet connections, we all are interconnected. It's very easy actually to. Um, ask every person on the earth um, uh, to decide for one political decision or for the other Uh, previously yeah it's maybe uh, uh, you should to collect all this information to have like a network of communications or so like maybe previously it was uh, quite harder but now it's not a problem I mean of course there are some places on earth when there is uh, no internet and there will be issues but it's no problem to provide it uh, with our current opportunities, I mean, uh, currently with this satellite internet, with all these steps, it's actually easy and basically um, just another evolution, evolutionary step. And we should not, you know, uh, be stayed in the current format of our society. Really, be tied uh, with these different, um, you know, like systems with our types of relationship that we are actually gained. We need just uh, to let it uh, let it go and uh, continue our evolution.
2: It really is time for us for us to grow up evolutionarily and take that power into our own hands. But it also comes with a responsibility, a responsibility that we are simply living in a very special time when we ourselves can create that future and that world for our children. Right now, there are also 8 billion of us, and we are very connected technologically all over the world.
1: Yeah, I really like the examples, because many people uh, say that uh, it's not possible to self-govern society, because people are lacking knowledge and we need to give the decision making into the hands who understand you know but uh i really like the example that uh, that you've said that it, it's just like you are living in a house and uh, you put an a tannery, uh that uh, can do whatever he he would like to do with the house he can refurbish <clears throat> he can resell it while you are living in it right so uh mm-hmm. it, it it seems it just seems to be kind of uh, a habit or let's say an imposed uh, an imposed uh, dogma that uh, that uh, we are being taught we are, we have been raised in that uh, we are not able to decide about uh, about the society so what what argument would you kind of provide to the people who tell you that uh, oh we people are not able to self govern
0: uh, but before we continue, I'd like to uh, introduce our guests that are also connected to us.
1: Yes, and in continuation uh, of our discussion today, I would like to welcome uh, our uh, next guest, Yams uh, Shiko. Yams is uh, an active participant of Creative Society from Malawi and has uh, interpreted uh, the online forum uh, in, into the local language. Welcome, Yams. Uh, Yes, can you please share with us
0: uh, what motivates you to participate in the Creative Society project and what motivated you to translate the forum into your own language?
3: Oh, okay, thank you, Alex. Um, uh, Like uh, here in Malawi, uh, what motivated me most is that uh, when I see the problems worldwide, uh, what is happening... um, I have seen that uh, um, individually, it's very very difficult to uh, to deal with them. Um, for example, when we have seen the uh, like here in Malawi, uh, there the majority are farmers, and uh, um, uh, since long time ago they have been uh, in this farming system for a long period of time. But uh, uh, almost every year they have uh, challenges. To, uh, with their food security and the uh, economic status is is very pathetic. Uh, and uh, when we are investigating what can be done uh, to deal with this situation, uh, we can see we have seen that uh, individually it's not uh, possible to deal with them. And uh, when um, I looked on uh, the website uh, uh, from uh, Facebook. Uh, I saw the eight foundations of creative society. Uh, And when I read them, I understood that uh, these are indeed the solutions of all the problems. Like even when we see uh, the problems of wars uh, um, in so many countries, like Ukraine and other countries, and when we see the natural disasters that are coming, uh, that are um, occurring, we have seen that uh, there are many, and Many people are, are suffering, uh, but uh, the world are not uh, is not showing any concern about them uh, uh, due to geogra- uh, geographical divisions. We have seen that uh, those that are suffering in other countries are uh, not being helped with the uh, other nations. So we have seen that there are a lot of divisions. So when I have seen the eighty. 80- Foundations of a creative society, I saw that this is indeed the, the solution. And uh, um, what also motivated me most is that uh, in a creative society, we have been in darkness for so long. And uh, due to scientific uh, investigation that has been done um, since 1995, and uh, they have uh, shown the world that the real problem with the our climate change is not uh, co2 uh, accumulation but uh, uh, the problem is starting from the uh, core so that means uh, the little problem is being uh, uh, is being known and uh, when you know the real problem that means it's already have solved so that means uh, and the the, uh, the most thing that shocked me most is uh, how many years have we left uh, uh, to, to die and uh, how many years uh, is left, uh, left to, for the prime, uh, planet to end. So that shocked me too. And uh, fortunately, we have seen that the only solution we have for all these problems is creative society. We need to build the creative society to uh, to unite everyone uh, uh, worldwide as one family, and uh, we need to do this. And uh, uh, together, we will reach the solution as uh, as quick as possible. And beyond that, that means uh, we will we'll be living uh, in this society worth living for everyone. Uh, uh, no matter or the geographical position, or race, or, or other issue, political uh, grounds, and moreover, the most important thing is that uh, the creative society, the fundamental unit of the uh, of creative society, is a human being. That means he is super than everything else, including money and other issues. So that means this will promote love and unity so that's what motivated most uh, in creative society
1: thank you and uh, there was one thought that came to my mind from katka's speech who is also with us with us here today and this is uh, the fact that uh, it is only us people who can help each other during the cataclysms and it turns out in we can see it all around the world that the governments to whom we delegate our power and to whom we give our hopes for solving all of the issues are not really able to cope with the problems on the other hand the people uniting all the time in all the cases can self-organize and help each other so this is this seems to be the main argument for self-government right Alex?
0: yeah absolutely and also uh, I would like to thank you again Jams, for sharing because you know um, it also gives me understanding that you know every person is so important, is so unique and the only um, you know like the only uniqueness that we have in our uh, society is the people his person each and everyone and uh, because he or she might contribute to the whole society to improve lives to improve uh, the situation in uh, his or her uh, own country because um, it's our own re- responsibility on places to solve uh, the current issues that we have locally but it's our responsibilities as the whole humanity to solve the global issues that we have currently in climate and exactly for this reason uh, the creative society project was developed, it has multifacets uh, and um, you know like each person finds in this project something that touches him mostly uh, for some people it's the truth that it been voiced over the whole world and it's a unique chance to really survive and not only to survive but to overcome all our material difficulties that we have in our current format of our society Uh, we still have in 21st century we still have Hanner Uh, we still have places where people do not have any opportunity to drink clear water and uh, of course uh, these advancements that we already have right now in our current civilization was developed by uh, somebody. So we already, get, gives me always understanding that each and every person has such a potential to develop uh, this technological process even further and to really solve all the issues that we uh, have right now. And I think it's also very important to understand what kind of uh, things we have already and maybe uh, let us watch an next video about vertical farming.
4: Today, we can easily solve the problem of hunger using technologies that already exist. One remarkable example is vertical farms. The main differences between vertical farms and traditional greenhouse facilities are that they allow for growing on multiple levels and in a fully controlled indoor environment. Several technologies are used in vertical farms. One, hydroponics. Growing plants in an artificial environment without soil. Two, aeroponics. Growing in an airy environment without soil. Three, aquaponics. A technology that combines hydroponics and aquaculture, fish farming. So, we see that the soil is not used. There are no insects. There is no need to use pesticides. The products are ecologically clean. It is a closed ecosystem. It is not harmful to the environment. Its efficiency speaks for itself. The Mirai Kor vertical farm in Japan is one of the largest city farms on the planet. It requires 98% less water than a conventional farm. And it is 50 to 100 times more productive. An American farm called AeroFarms yields up to 26 harvests a year and produces 390 times more food per square meter than field farming. AeroFarms now grows more than 550 different varieties of fruits and vegetables. To date, the NASA Center is conducting practical developmental work on growing wheat to provide for humans in space. Researchers at Stanford University have calculated that wheat grown in an indoor 10-layer vertical farm can produce up to 660 times higher yields than modern farming methods provide. Yes, we actually um, published a paper in 2020 on wheat production in vertical farm. So you could really produce a lot of food and 365 days a a year, not just during the season. And it's totally independent of climate, but it has a cost. That means that every year you need to spend about $15 million in electricity, which is quite a significant amount of money. Now, if you remove the energy challenge, um, it's great because people can have food. And we will solve the electricity problem in the first year of the transition period to the creative society. Thanks to the gradual introduction of fuel-free energy generators, the technology which already exists nowadays. Another amazing opportunity that vertical farms offer is growing vegetables anywhere on the planet. One of such examples is Antarctica. I'm standing here in our Antarctic greenhouse from the Eat ISS project and today I will give you a quick look around, as you can see here, um, I'm surrounded by plants. Um, To my left side we have uh, tomato plants, Um, behind that are cucumber plants. Um, To my right side we have here four different types of lettuce. Thus, we see that vertical farms are greatly expanding our possibilities in food production, but this is far from the limit. Nowadays, projects are being developed for complete ecosystems capable of growing not only fruits and vegetables, but even raising fish and poultry. French architect Pierre Sartou has proposed a vertical farm of mixed functions. Tour Vivant, living tower in which housing, farms, leisure facilities, restaurants, and shops can be located. The concept of the Tour Vivant, eco tower, is to combine hydroponics production and housing in an urban environment. The 30 story pyramid farm, designed by Dixon Despomier, is a closed loop agricultural ecosystem in which almost every element of the agricultural process, including water and nutrients, is recirculated. It will utilize only of the space of a traditional farm. One such farm will produce a wide variety of fruits and vegetables, fish and poultry, and feed about 50,000 people annually. These few technologies alone show that once a transition from the consumerist format to the creative one starts, the problem of hunger will be solved instantly. By bringing together scientific potential, the best developments and resources, cross-functional, multi-purpose farms will be built within the first year of the transition period to the creative society. In such facilities, in addition to plant cultivation, there will also be fish, livestock, and poultry farms in one building. The first floor is a fish farm. The second and third floors are allocated to livestock farming. The upper floors are for agricultural products, plants, berries, fruits, and vegetables. We can create such farms even in areas where nothing grows and the land is not suitable for human habitation. We will turn the Sahara Desert into the most fertile area on Earth. Fresh products without chemical treatment or pesticides will be on your table at any time of the year, anywhere in the world.
1: yes so we can see that uh, we already today have technologies that could wipe out hunger from earth's surface right but it turns out that uh, there are certain limitations uh, in uh, implementing of these in the current consumer format of society so yams what is your understanding uh, how or how, yes how can we um, make sure How can we implement these technologies in creative society?
3: Uh, Okay, uh, how we can implement uh, these technologies? uh, We can say that uh, there are so many ways uh, we can uh, implement these uh, technologies. Uh, In a creative society, um, we see that uh, the main target is unity. So, uh, by uh, combination of scientists uh, and other sectors, that means um, transportation uh, um, and the other technologies. That means uh, we will make uh, uh, these technologies to reach the consumers uh, and the uh, and the other companies uh, in a fast pace because. Uh, uh, through international unity and cooperation, uh, uh, that means uh, in every country will have uh, opportunity uh, to have uh, a twenty um, technicians and uh, and uh, in, in the engineers and other people that can help in building uh, uh, these companies. Uh, so that means uh, we will not have the issues like uh, low financial uh, status in, in other countries or, low, um, or, or land issues, uh, workers' issues, and uh, other things that can hinder this technology. But if we can see that since it's managed globally, that means uh, we will reach uh, every nation. Uh, since uh, uh, in a creative society these technologies are targeting um everyone in the world uh, as uh would be benefiting in, in in these things so in implementing there will be no problems yeah yes thank yes, you
0: it's absolutely true Yeah, Mar-
1: I just wanted to also ask Katka. Do you think that uh, even, let's say, uh, people can benefit of these technologies, uh, where, let's say, the traditional uh, uh, traditional way of uh, growing food uh, is um, is is a habit? Do you think it will be, it will have advantages for us as well?
2: Well, that's a very interesting question. On the one hand, I want to say that uh, the biggest problem in consumer society is hunger, and we could solve hunger now. We already have the technologies, we already have vertical farms, and yet we are sending money to different foundations and finding ways to feed people. And the solution already exists, and this shows that the consumer system is not interested in feeding all the people. We really need to change the format of society. And uh, to your question, mark, um, when you asked about people who are involved in traditional agriculture, I have my own experience as well. When I posted a video of vertical farms on my social network after the last forum, I had a few of my friends uh, reach out to me right away. That perhaps you are not serious. How? We can't give up land, we can't food that hasn't ripened in the soil and hasn't been nourished by the sun, it's not good for our bodies, this is not
0: the right direction.
2: But again, there is just a huge misunderstanding, because we don't understand the elementary physics, that everything is made up of elementary particles. So, even every single food is made up of elementary particles, even those vitamins, everything is just elementary particles. And basically, how that food will be created, it will be useful for our body, and it doesn't matter whether it grows without touching the soil or Whether it grows in a vertical farm. Even better, because all the nutrients and everything necessary for us to live will be represented in it. So basically just maybe explaining a little more that one will not lose anything. It will even benefit us even more.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely true that um you know like each uh, industry each actually uh, um you know like thing that we develop it's always uh has its own evolution evolutionary step and we already talked today about it like the same as po- political system um how we um you know like decide for ourselves our self governments um, it should come to this evolutionary step, right, as self-government. Same as here is uh, in any other industry like farming. Of course, uh, nowadays, we are get used to what we are seeing uh, on the fields and so on. But it shouldn't be like that uh, always. You know, like if, when, if we look to the past, uh, there are a lot of examples where um, some industries just get evolved into some others. Some will just get uh, reduced and it's absolutely okay. And the greatest society is exactly this security for each and everyone in order to not to lose means for living. It's okay to uh, change what do you do uh, in your everyday life, right? So, for example, instead of driving a tractor all the day or, you know, like working hard and I, as, uh, you know, like in, in my childhood, I grow, grew up in a village and uh, i saw it with my own eyes like what is it to have for example a few hectares of uh, potato field and so on like you just work all the day long and there are no other ways so if you will not work you will have nothing to eat if you live uh, like in a village right so you're always busy but you know like the life is not always something to be busy with uh, growing food for yourself or even working hard in other industries. I think life was created for something more beautiful, for something, you know, like for a lot of things that will happen in greater society. Because when you have free time and freedom, you can choose what you you can do. And you have security. You have this freedom inside. And it's beautiful.
1: Yeah, I fully agree. And I would just like to add on this, you know, what, what Katka mentioned is that uh, these people... Um, they are i think they are just afraid you know of losing their job because uh, their life is dependent on employment in for example agricultural sector and every time an advanced technology is being implemented there is a fear accompanying it uh, what will be with my job right Uh, but i would like to mention that uh, in creative society this is not going to be a problem because uh Thanks to the unconditioned uh, basic income, there will, there will no be this fear of, um, let's say losing, losing a job. And, uh, maybe one other small argument is, you know, these people, uh, are not maybe aware about uh, all of the pollution that is, uh, inside of the soil, in the water, in, in, in the air. So, um, the tomato that we were used to eat when we were young is not the same as as we eat now, right? As uh, the scientists have found microplastics uh, everywhere in the water, in the soil, and even in 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 our bodies.
0: Yeah, so um, uh, how do you see like uh, when all these, you know like the basic needs that uh, people in Malawi, uh, has right now they will be fulfilled right there will be no danger in, in life no stress uh, regarding you know job and um like what to eat what to do like you know like all the basic needs are covered um how do you see it like how people um, in your country will what what do we do uh, in ev- everyday life can you please uh, yeah, think about it like how it will be in the, in the future
3: uh <coughs> Okay, currently, um, as I have uh, uh, foreshadowing this uh, society, uh, we can see that uh, in everyday lives, what people are busy of is how to find food, how to find shelter, and how to find other basic needs. But when we reach in a creative society, that means everyone will be free. Uh, to do other issues like uh, entertainments, uh, uh, going maybe uh, for other issues that someone wants. And um, even this will reduce stress and anxiety in everyone. Because what most people are having uh, uh, like depression and distress is because uh, they are not... Uh, uh, they are not fulfilling their basic needs in everyday life. Uh, like here in Malawi, we can see that uh economy or poverty is uh, at a high level. So, uh, what everyone thinks of is uh, how to find food, um, uh, how can I build uh, my house. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, although they build houses, uh, uh, they are in poor conditions and uh. Uh, because uh, we can have an uh, like example here, uh, like uh, the house I'm living uh, although the camel is not really clear, uh, we can see that uh, it's not uh, well thirsty, it's not uh, in a good condition. So this is, is just an example how we feel here because we, we can feel that uh, we are not secure even when uh, the heavy can come. That means we are automatically in danger. So, in a creative society, that means all these issues will be uh, will end, and we will live happily. Uh, and uh, uh, we can we, we can see that we, we can connect with other peoples in in other countries. We can travel without problems. We can have enough food, we can have en- enough money, everything that we want, we can have it. So that means uh, it will be glad to be in such a society. And I have done uh, my little research here in Malawi. Um, I have asked so many people about creative society. How, how do they feel living in such a society? And the, um, many responders have said that uh, in that in society uh, it will be very great and it will be interesting since you will not have much work to do we will have uh, uh, much uh, much time to do other things like entertainment and other issues so that means uh, it will be glad uh, living in that uh, in a society uh, with the high technologies uh, like the internet that we are having uh, the problems of winter uh, and the other issues. So that means all oh, this problem uh, will go. So will be uh, free and life uh, will be very, very fantastic for everyone. That's how I see.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. And uh, we clearly see and follow that uh, this is indeed the truth, as uh, there are thousands of people joining the Creative Society in almost all African countries, maybe uh, Zambia, maybe Malawi, maybe Ghana, maybe Congo, you know. So with uh, w- we are having interviews with so many people. And um, there is one question for Katka. Uh, obviously, Creative Society is very attractive uh, thanks to the technologies, thanks to how the change of uh, people who don't live in such a good conditions can change but how about let's say people who live in the western countries um how would you let's say um, um what would be what would be your argument uh, why should people uh su- support creative society who essentially have everything have food have work and are living um in a peaceful environment so far
2: But maybe the fact that we have everything now and that we are living relatively, unlike people in Africa, in a peaceful and abundant environment that is perhaps just an illusion, because we have no certainty of tomorrow. And the life we live here may be more comfortable, but we don't know for how long. The global crisis is coming to our countries and we are already being told what everything is going to change, what we are going to have to get used to, what high prices we are going to have to pay and just how we are going to have to earn for it, what what will we all have to do to feed our children and ourselves tomorrow, too, in the way that the Creative Society does, yes, maybe someone would say for the people in Africa, it's certainly beneficial because it will change their lives dramatically, but it's also beneficial for all of us, because it will give us freedom. Actually, what that freedom means, however, at the moment, how many of those companies are also given their employees, let us say, that unpaid time of the the so-called sabbatical, so that person can just go somewhere, can switch off, because that company knows that when that person comes back, he will have a much bigger input. And what did that cause? The fact that the person knew he had somewhere to come back. So he didn't have the stress, but he could relax. He could have freed himself from all those responsibilities and the pressure, the enormous pressure that we live in now. And perhaps it's because of this pressure that there are so many psychological problems in our countries. Even children have psychological problems, so that illusion of a good life is just an illusion in our countries. And like Yam said at the beginning, I was very happy, as it shows how we are all it's the same, that the Creative Society is not only beneficial for us, Europeans, but it's also beneficial for Africans, for people in Asia, for people in Australia. It's just not the case that one nation is being singled out over another, or one continent over another, that we are going to benefit from it as it is now. Creative Society just gives us all freedom and equality of opportunity, and that freedom we are going to get here, how much? What inner potential can we unlock, and that freedom that people in Africa will get, yams maybe, what inner potential can he and his family unlock, and how can he improve life for me here in Europe, and how can he benefit me? Well, that's fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's absolutely true. And it's uh, very, you know, like this world uh, we are all talking about, um, you know, like sometimes it sounds like a dream, but it's already already a reality. If we are doing everything we can in order to implement it, Uh, because it really depends only on us, whether we create this world or not, because who else have actually control over this world? Only we humans, human, all of us who are living on this planet, and here it actually doesn't matter uh, in which uh, on which continent you live on, in which country it really doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is whether we would like to live in creative society or not, and everything is depends on this choice. So of course we have uh, different opportunities and. Uh, different plans but you know like we really need to consider what kind of world we are dreaming about and uh, as for me creative society really fulfills everything every uh, every single need that i will <laughs> would uh, even actually have so you'll have free time for your education you have free time for um everything you know like what you would like to do or to learn you have free time for your own religion for your own beliefs for your spirituality uh it's actually it's your choice it's absolutely your choice but uh, you will have it and nothing can stop you from uh doing everything you want in your free time it's really brilliant it's you know like such a gift that uh you will never actually expect and uh, thank you yams for sharing and thank you katka for sharing with with us so actually we now come to understanding that everything the bets on us but uh, what should I do personally like uh, so maybe we can share our own examples what are we doing in our free time to you know like to share the information about creative society to implement this first stage uh inf- informational stage so can we please share uh,
2: so can I start What can we do at the moment? We can tell everybody about it, because we are the owners, we are the holders of the idea of a better life, we are the ones who want to live, we are the ones who have grasped that that idea and we can tell everybody about it. And that's to talk, of course, to wear badges or here it is, surround yourself, in company, on things, on cars, on clothes with a sign of creative society, surround yourself at work with badges, tell your colleagues about it, tell everyone about it, because when one has the right information, one can make the right decision. So we are the ones who can bring to a person that possibility that everything can change. And of course, people have misunderstandings, With this we encounter everyday people, ask questions, and uncomfortable questions, but for them important questions. But it's up to us to go deeper and deeper into the essence of the Creative Society project and to seek, seek answers together, of course. We can't answer everything right away, but the Creative Society project is unique and it's alive, and it will bring those answers to all of us in time. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you. Thank you for sharing. And, Yams, um, can you please share uh, what are you doing for the implementation of Creative City? how you share the information about it? Can you please share uh, with our viewers?
3: Uh, okay, thank you very much. Uh, like uh, here, I have uh, Uh, media pages, like uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, YouTube, uh, uh, Twitter. Uh, So in those pages, it's one of my methods that I use. I send um, uh, images, uh, information uh, from the page, uh, and uh, how uh, people can find the, the uh, creative society, how they can join. And the, uh, I also uh, share some uh, short videos that they can uh, hear what is going on uh, really in this world, uh, you know, like you know, about the climate change and the other issues, the problems, and how the solution is. And also, I do face to face talk to people uh, about the creative society in Malawi. Um, and uh, hear their views. Uh, how do they feel about this society? Uh, and most of them are very, very interested with this uh, society coming. And uh, I also uh, take my time uh, to participate uh, in in interpretations. And also, I, I do voice over some videos. Uh, from uh, English to Chichewa, I do interpret some messages so that they should be in our, also in our local languages so that those people that don't know how to speak Chichewa and how to hear or to read uh, English, they can also understand uh, this information. So I do share them through these social uh, medias and also in WhatsApp statuses. I do put them in WhatsApp status daily so that uh, those people, that they don't know They should know that we are a family and we need to create a creative society as a family worldwide. That's what I do most. Yeah.
1: Wow, that's a lot of things. (laughs) That's a lot of things. Thank you very much, uh, Jams. This was uh, really inspirational. And uh, dear viewers, we are coming to an end of uh, our today's broadcast, of our today's uh, international discussions. Uh, Today we have uh, realized that creative society brings benefits no matter in what country do you live, in what conditions do you live, what social status or what job uh, you do. Creative society creates conditions in which we gain the true freedom, which we obviously don't have. And why we don't have it, this is also what we have realized today, is because we shift the responsibility for our life to someone else's shoulders. And the sooner we stop doing it, the sooner our life can change. And we can see that already today, we have got technologies to wipe out all the crisis uh, of Earth's surface and can finally start living as, uh, as human. And uh, today, here with us, we've got our esteemed guests, Katka from Slovakia and Jans uh, from Malawi who are really I would say the master of um the master of example how to do it right and who understand that uh, taking on responsibility and sharing this information all around brings us closer to a society that uh, everyone can be happy in right Alex
0: yeah, absolutely, and um, it's really you know like <laughs> I uh, repeat it again and again that everything depends on us because it's uh, it is really so um, because if we we our own understand like I personally understand and that's why I actually participate in uh, in creative society in different ways so um, mm-hmm. because I also want to live in this happy future I want. Uh, to see not only me, but other people, um, you know, that they are also happy, that they also have fulfilled all, all the wishes and all their uh, needs, and uh, you, using all the tools that we have in creative society that we have discussed. And this unification, not on words, uh, but in reality, will bring a lot of benefit for all of us. And it will be such a happy word, like world word of uh, truly happy people. And it's really very bright future that we have. And um, I also would like to remind our uh, viewers: if you have any questions or um, maybe suggestions, or you can just uh, repost and start acting. Um, you can see, like uh, here right now, all the social media uh, contact that we have. You can go, for example, on the TikTok and make do it with a video on Creative Society, so other people in your own country will learn more about it. You can uh, post um, Instagram post in your story or create a, your own post and tag Creative Society. And so as well as in other social media,s uh, there are plenty of ways how we can share information, write comments um, in the similar TikTok or Facebook and. Uh, Thanks to Yams, uh, he also shared like how he is doing. So there are really plenty of ways, uh, uh, and it's really such a pleasure. And also, I would like to re- uh, remind that uh, one very, very important uh, event uh, awaits us in the future. It's uh, a conference that will take place on December tenth. A conference called Global Crisis. Who is Prophet Muhammad? Peace be upon him. For us please join and also watch it Uh, uh, we're really happy and uh, really waiting and looking forward for it so thank you so much uh, so for being with us today and see you next time